Hi, we're Shannon and Jerry Arner. And our dog, Betty White. Your hosts of the Arner Adventures podcast. Could we have named it something more creative? Probably. But it's the name of our blog. It's our last name. We're on an adventure. Yada, yada, yada. After running our own business, working 24-7. And don't forget a mental breakdown in between. We made a lifestyle change and decided to make the most out of life. We sold our house, most of our belongings, downsized, and moved to the coast. We live life minimally, but fully. We live each day as an adventure. This show will help you learn how to live life more fully, with more intention, by experiencing more, and with less stuff. We'll talk about our own experiences, interview others who have much to share by creating a spark in our lives. Some days we'll share real life ongoings of what we're going through, and others will talk about our favorite flavor of waffle. Come join our adventure. It's, it's the, the Arner Adventures, Adventures Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Shannon. And I'm Jerry. Betty White is hanging here with us, as always, and we're back for episode 90 of the Arner Adventures Podcast. Oh, golly. It is September already. Almost fall. Time is flying by. It's it's the time of year when the days get shorter and the weather cools down that we find ourselves getting a little down. So we wanted to talk about that today and ways to cope with the seasonal changes. Yes. Uh but first, before we get into this, because it is a, an important part of our lives and our journey, we're recording this on Saturday morning, which is September 2nd. So by the time this airs, you know, it'll be Tuesday. But uh, we woke up to the news that Jimmy Buffett passed away, which is just insane, right? I think so. Yeah, he does, He seemed pretty young, although he was 76. I, he seemed but, a very young 76. That's yeah. Worse, so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I've said this to a few people who have been texting this morning that I felt like he would probably live to be 100. He would be one of those people to, be, to live to be 100. Um, but it's just, you know, Jimmy Buffett, if, you've, if you're a longtime uh, follower of our blog, uh, you already know that Jimmy Buffett's music plays an important role in our, in our lives and our whole journey. And, you know, we used to listen to Jimmy Buffett, Radio Margaritaville, all the time before we had our big lifestyle change. And um, when we moved here, we, we, I mean, we listened to it every weekend. Our, our backyard time is Radio Margaritaville. He's just like so many other people can say, his music is sort of a soundtrack to their life. And I feel like for us, definitely a soundtrack to our lifestyle here and living by the ocean and, you know, sort of that simple free living that jimmy buffett lifestyle kind of promotes yeah very well said i i think that kind of sums it up yeah pretty nicely you sound very npr right now <laughs> well today's episode is like jerry said about how to cope with autumn anxiety seasonal affective disorder so we're definitely well versed in this arena as we both suffer from this when the when the like jerry said that the days seem a little drearier and the weather changes. Yeah, we're, we've talked about it before on the HSP episode, but um, we're going to delve more into it about the seasonal affective disorder. And in case you're unaware, seasonal affective disorder or SAD is a type of depression. It happens during certain seasons of the year, mostly fall and winter, um, although it can happen spring and summer, but it's more typical for fall and winter. Um, it's thought that the seasonal transition, like the shorter days, colder weather, and gloomy days can trigger chemical changes in the brain, which may bring on symptoms of depression. Mm, yeah. And before we get into this, please note, we are not physicians nor healthcare providers. So if you're experiencing depression, 
um, or any other, you know, mental health issues, we do encourage you to seek help from a professional. We're simply sharing ways that we work to cope with the anxiety and symptoms this time of year. Yeah. So, and I can, I can reflect back. Uh, I don't, there wasn't a name for it then, but I can think back to, I think my teens, like high school years, um, when there was just a different, um, uh, feeling or a little bit of a down thing in, uh, come September, October or something, you know, around Mm -hmm. that time. And so that goes back with me for a pretty long time, but it's just that now they have a word for it. (laughs) Yeah. Like so many things. Right, right, right. right, Especially in in the mental health arena. There's so many words for things that we used to experience that Mm -hmm. we didn't know. Yeah. You know, yeah, we talk about it a lot this time of year. Well, a little bit later, but it does start now, right? It it does definitely start when September hits. You're like, oh, okay. That time of year is coming. Yep. And it's still a little summery, but you can feel hints of, of that that uh, cycle of the year. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. a lot of people, there's not, I mean, you know, it's kind of what they call the, the cozy Hugue season. And that's really cool. And we love that, that type of thing. We love the, the coziness of pumpkins and, you know, the, the colored leaves and all that stuff, but candles. Yeah. Can we love our candles? Mm -hmm. It does get a little gloomier. And so, um, you know, I've talked about this example before Um, when I was in Alaska and I went on that Alaskan cruise by midweek. I was, I was really, I mean, there's no other word for it. I was really depressed. I mean, even though I was just in this area that was so gorgeous, bucket list things I was seeing, it was so rainy and gloomy that to me, it was really playing a, a, a huge role in the way that I was feeling throughout the day. Like I just needed sun so badly. And, um, we actually went whale watching on this uh, whale watching boat. And um, I think it was catching Juno and Juno. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that the captain saying to us, he was from California and he's like, did you know that they make these lamps that really bring on um, like fake sunlight? Because he's like, I didn't even know those things existed. I didn't know there was a vitamin D deficiency because he had experienced sun all the time. And so in Alaska, he really felt, those issues when he first moved there and didn't understand what was happening. And then people who hadn't been from there their whole lives told him about it. So we're just going to kind of go through some of the things that you can do if you experience it. Yeah. And then they might not work for you. They work for us. And so we thought we would, we would share it. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I think the first thing you, you think of if you, if you have extreme symptoms is I need, I need help. I need therapy. Um, but therapy is also, you don't have to have extreme symptoms. It can be good for anybody it could be good for for keeping you from getting to extreme symptoms mm. you know if, if uh mm-hmm. if therapy's your your thing if it's something you you enjoy and it works for you of course it i mean that can be an expense too so it's just something uh one of those things people would have to decide for themselves yeah know? and there mm-hmm. are some free services out there some of the counties offer um across the u.s offer some free mental health unfortunately a lot of mental health programs uh, have been cut for the past few years. So there's not as many free services as there were, but we've talked about this before. If you get a mental health match, you can put in there, um, that you, if you don't have insurance or you can't afford it, and there's a sliding scale for finding a therapist who you can work with either in your area or virtually. So we really encourage that. 
Oh, yeah. Well, the next one is exercise. I feel like so many of these things, when we talk about reducing stress, uh, anything in any of the podcasts we talk about or any of the um, blogs, we always, that comes up, right? It's just like always. Hey, well, it's that time of year again, and we can't wait to tell you about our very favorite soy candles from Southern Oak Artisan. Yes, they're a trusted mm -hmm. sponsor of the episode, have been for a while, but we love their products. They are 100% natural soy candles. One of the things that we love any time of year, but especially in the cozy season, are our candles all around the house. Oh my gosh, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, and you're right. All, all times of the year. In fact, in, in the summertime, sometimes we hate that we don't feel we can light them because it's just too warm. But man, it takes a lot not to light those candles. Yeah. Uh, and these candles are made with non-toxic ingredients and mm -hmm. it just which makes for a safe and enjoyable breathing around the house. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. They have pumpkin scents this time of year, apple. There's some seasonal things for the fall and the winter. And it, they are non-toxic, like Jerry said. They're not overpowering scents. They're clean. And they come in these little jars that once you burn it, by the way, soy burns clean. So you can reuse the jars for, I don't know, you can uh, put some seedlings in there. You can put um, your some earrings and jewelry in there, whatever you want to mm -hmm. do, storage in the kitchen. It's just really nice. Oh, and they look good anywhere. They would look good anywhere in your house, whatever they're doing. Yeah, super nice. Mm -hmm. Well, if you want to take advantage of a discount that Southern Oak Artisan is extending to you, go to arneradventures.com slash Southern Oak Artisan. Or you can make sure that you go to our show notes where it will be linked there. There you go. It does. And it's my favorite. Definitely. I love my exercise. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've talked about before how there's certain exercises that help you. I, th I think so. And, you know, we're um, just to mention, too, I, I j not just the physical end of it, but I think for me, like where, where you do it, like, I think it's neat to be outside or, or here we get the option of being close to the ocean, you know, so you get, I'm just, I just never been one to be in a gym that much mm -hmm. you know, around a bunch yeah. of steel and uh, concrete. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> and clanky noises. So I, uh, there's just all kinds of things you can do. I like being outside cycling or um, we play a little tennis mm -hmm. or just taking a good walk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like you said, when you when you take walks in nature, even though it is the time of year that things, quote unquote, are dying in nature, there are plenty. There's plenty of color, especially like in the winter. You, you can find color. You know, of course, yeah, we do live by the ocean so we can find some ocean blues. But if you just take a walk in the forest or anywhere in winter, you can find a bit of color, you know, well, and here I and think there. the mornings are a little more optimal this time of year too. The mornings are, are really neat for just, yeah. I mean, yeah, fall things are dying, but the morning colors and the crisp air, mm, mm -hmm. that's essential. Well, mm -hmm. speaking of morning. Speaking of mornings. Yeah. Um, it, well, we said, yeah, a crisp sunny morning is just a great time to, uh, to be out exercising. I've always noticed after about 2 PM in the fall and especially winter, you can really sort of feel that day just sort of uh going towards the you're getting closer to the end of the day yeah it's 2 p.m in the summer it's like the height of the sun you know and it's bright and sunny but yeah after about 2 p.m in the fall and winter uh i like my morning early half of the day in the fall mm -hmm. let's put it that way you mm -hmm. know even this morning we were saying you know betty 
we didn't have to get up early, but Betty got us up at six and we're just like, Oh my God, the alarm's not even on Betty. Mm -hmm. But it, we just said it makes us feel so much better when we do get up and sort of just go ahead and enjoy the morning hours. Mm -hmm. Rather, even if you sleep till we, if we sleep till like eight or even a little bit later, it, you just start feeling like, Oh, we, we feel that way. We're just like, what? I don't know. It's just yeah. like, we just need to enjoy that morning time. We're very morning routine people. Yeah. I was going to say eight, eight seldom, seldom happens anyway. So we really don't worry about it because typically six 30 would be about the latest, I think for yeah. us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the next thing may seem, may seem, uh, obvious or it may seem like, why are they pointing this out? But diet. So this is, this is difficult for us, but avoiding or cutting back on alcohol you know, we, we do love to have, um, especially when it starts cooling down a little bit more porch time yeah. because the, here in the South, the mosquitoes aren't eating us as much. And, mm -hmm. um, it's nice to just sort of, um, have some warmer clothes and just sit on the porch and, yeah. um, or even out back by the fire pit. It's just really nice. And it's nice to what pair a glass of wine with that or a beer and, mm -hmm. you know, if you just cut back on it, it's a known depressant alcohol is. Mm -hmm. So why add the negative, um, depressing chemical to you when you're, if you're already experiencing something like that, if you're already susceptible, yeah, yeah. it is something you've got to keep an eye on. Yeah. Um, and also getting, sure. getting the proper nutrition, eating your greens. And, uh -huh. um, we have found that if you add more color to your food, you know, people think about adding color to their food in the summer, mm -hmm. but if you do that in the winter, um, it does help kind of stabilize your mood a bit. Yeah, it sure does. And, and in a, um, a faster paced lifestyle, it's easier to grab just whatever you need because you're hungry. So you don't think out your meals as good. So yeah, it is something to pay attention to if you're in some hurried days, you know, that mm -hmm. you're not just grabbing away at anything. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. well, well, light therapy. So we've already talked about the natural light, which is, you know, in, important. Um, especially towards this time of the year before 2 p.m., the morning light. Um, you can't always get that. There's a thing called a happy lamp or happy light. Yeah. And uh, it's a it's a lamp you can buy. It's, it's for light therapy. And it's when you can't get your, your natural sunlight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have one that um, on rainy days in the summer, I, I pull it out. Um, I do use it a lot in the winter. It's it's small. I have it here on my desk and I'll actually link it down in the show notes. Super affordable. Um, and it really does help. Um, it sort of brings on some light that does feel a little bit like sunlight. Um, mm -hmm. so it, I don't know. I think that there's some studies that prove how light therapy really helps, but it's a, it's an easy way that if you're just looking for a simple change, you can just bring in that little that little lamp and, or you can go larger. There's plenty of larger ones. If you want to do your whole house with them, I know that there's certain bulbs that are the same, um, that you can shop for, but we'll link the, the, my little happy lamp down in the, in the show notes. <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah. And yeah. I have talked to a few people personally who have used those and, and felt that they helped. Hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, the next one is setting boundaries and priorities. Ooh, we talk about boundaries a lot. Um, it's it's something that I struggle with a lot. And me too, me too. Okay, mm -hmm. that actually makes me feel better that you right. said that because well, I, I don't feel like you you do struggle with it. Oh, but. I think I do a little bit. I think I'm a little bit of a people pleaser. And when you're that, if you have those tendencies, you might tend to 
just want to please somebody and uh, mm -hmm. uh, let down your boundaries and, and not yeah. think about what you need to do for yourself first yeah. to be your best self. So mm -hmm. especially all times of year, but especially if you are experiencing symptoms from seasonal affective disorder, really hone in on setting your boundaries and your priorities of self-care ahead of all else. Um, you know, I just had this conversation yesterday, I think with someone where I was saying how I can, I've worked so hard to get to a place where my life has, you know, kind of runs like a willow machine. Like I, I'm very routine, very regimented. And when things sort of veer out of that and I allow a disruption of that, it really affects me. Whether you are a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, a business owner, or anyone who handles any kind of marketing, we can't wait to tell you about one of our trusted partners, Flowdesk. Yes, say goodbye to complicated email marketing platforms. Flowdesk is the ultimate productivity tool that simplifies everything, making your life just a lot easier. Yeah. We mm -hmm. used to rely on MailChimp. You, you've probably heard of all the email platforms, MailChimp, Constant Contact, you know, HubSpot has one. And look, if you're using those, that's fine. You know, do whatever you want to do. But if you want to up your game and guess what? Save some money. The aesthetics with Flowdesk alone are going to sell you if you just go in and try it out. Uh, Eye-catching layouts and all kinds of beautiful creations come with Flowdesk. Just as a business owner, you really do need to be communicating with your audience via newsletter. So if you aren't doing that, you could go ahead and just start with Flowdesk. I tell people all the time that when you are only depending on your audience community being social media, you're really setting yourself up as you know a disservice because you don't have those people's emails. If something happens with Meta today, all the people that follow you or you connect with on social media platforms are gone. So you really do need to be building a community via email so that you can communicate with them that way if you have a product or service. We've secured a special 50% off link for you to try out Flowdesk. Experience its incredible features and see the difference for yourself. Once you fall in love with it, which we know you will, you'll also save money on your subscription. That's right. Don't miss yeah. out on that offer. You can go to arneradventures.com slash flowdesk and give it a try. And I was thinking as we prepare for this episode, this is going to be a great reminder for me to make sure going into this season where we're definitely affected that I do put my self-care ahead of all else and that I stick to those boundaries of, you know, time batching my work and all these different things that I know help me. I just need to make sure that I do that. So anyway, it, it's something that I think would help anyone is to put a little self-care ahead of everything else during this time. Oh yeah. These are all great reminders for, for us right now, just to be going through this. Yeah. Yeah. Socializing is, is, is important too. you. Um, it's easy to, to isolate. I think if you're, when you're having issues, maybe a little more easy in the cold months too, because it's cold outside and you're not doing as much. Um, mm -hmm. and when you're, when you're socializing, you're exchanging ideas with people, you might find that other people are feeling the same way you are, you know? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I think we're, you know, we're, we're all scared to sort of talk about, the, especially depression. You know, we've mm -hmm. talked about this in other episodes that anxiety is really quick to come up in conversation. Oh, I'm feeling so anxious. Oh, I have so much anxiety. But very rare do you hear someone saying, you know what, I'm really experiencing some depression. 
And I think if we talk about that and we normalize that more, I think we would find that other people would say, you know, I'm sort of feeling that way lately. I am too. But, you know, you do hear people saying, I have the blahs or, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just feeling kind of grumpy or down. I'm not sure why. And, but yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how you say it. If you just want to talk about it, I think that you will find that there's some other people who, who do struggle this time of year. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was very common. Oh, it is. Yeah. It's not just from uh, recordings from the 1940s, the, the blues, you know, it's it's everyday life. <laughs> Although there's some great stuff that came out of that. <laughs> you know, I also, when you were talking about isolation, especially in the winter, I think COVID really made it where we sort of became a little more accustomed to isolation. Um, some people, you know, when, when, so when the gates opened, but when restric- restrictions lifted, they felt like, oh my gosh, I just have to go out gangbusters and just get involved with everyone. Yeah. But I've talked about before, I was very social pre-COVID and something sort of shifted with COVID that I was like, I just kind of enjoy my space. I enjoy my <laughs> alone time. I enjoy us kind of having this bubble here. There was something uh, I don't know, really good about that time for me, but also I could see how it affected me socially. I am better about it now than I was like last year, but yeah, I think talking in your social circles or getting out and socializing, especially in the winter is, is good. It so is it's a good yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Well, with that being said, uh, do things that make you feel good. So you may not realize it if you're not someone who regularly volunteers or even volunteers a couple times a year, um, go find something that makes you um, happy, whether it's volunteering at an animal shelter or whether it's offering to help a senior on your, on your street, you know, do something, take the trash out. It could be little things, acts of service, but volunteering can be very rewarding. Um, gardening, you know, we talk about our garden, but you can start a fall garden. Oh, I think we just like yard work in general. We too. do. Like we're excited about picking up all the branches and sticks out of the yard from our storm the other day. Yeah. And we're going to go do that. <laughs> we are after, mm-hmm. after our podcast recordings today, yeah. mm-hmm. we're going to get in the yard. And we're so excited. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, even in the winter, I think that's also why um, our evenings in the winter, we do like the fire pit and we get outside. Like most people are like, you go outside and it's cold and, you know, we have our get outdoors challenge that you can look at and it works any time of year. So, you know, just bundle up a little bit more and, you know, we, we still take our walks in the morning when it's super cold, the older I get, the more my hands feel it. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, getting outside, it really, really is really helpful. Go see a movie, find some friends mm-hmm. and go to a wine tasting, but don't do too much because it's a depressant, yeah, but go yeah. find things to do that uh-huh. make you feel good. Yeah. That are not harmful. A mo- movies used to be one of my favorite events, but Me that's too. not something I... we often do. Well, we did them back in Raleigh because there were some independent movie theaters. Yeah. I and... don't think there's any indie film theaters here, but even even a regular theater, we haven't been since nah, post-COVID. Nah, but I've never really liked the huge multiplex theaters too yeah. much. I like an old an older uh small movie theater. Yeah. So there's yeah. not that here, but you know, if you have one in your area utilize it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you talk about melatonin? Cause you've read a lot about that. And I think that, um, I, I wanted you to talk about it. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, melatonin, cause I use it here and there for, um, 
uh, for sleeping. Sometimes when I just really need that good night's sleep and it, and it does work, but I realized after some time I didn't like using it maybe more than once a week. It's, it's just that thing when you need it here and there. And then I read something, something recently too, like there, there is already melatonin in your body. I think that's what helps you sleep. So when you use it, it just boosts that, but that can bring on the blues too. And I, mm. and I thought, um, I thought to myself, you know, sometimes, yeah, melatonin, I get that good night's sleep, but the next day I just feel a little bit, oh, you know, <laughs> melancholy from it. And like, like you feel slightly depressive. And, um, so that's something you got to be careful with if you, if you use melatonin for sleep, although it can be helpful at the same time. Yeah. yeah. You know, as we were preparing for this, we were talking about how along with most people, especially when everything shut down, we really struggled with sleeping during COVID. Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, we just had really weird hours and we were taking melatonin a lot. And now that I'm thinking about it, it probably did not help our mood the next day, you know, because if you're already kind of struggling with yeah. the, the situation mm -hmm. and then you're taking melatonin, but it was new to us at the time. So we really didn't know, yeah. didn't know much of anything. And you had you to know? kind of gauge how much we needed to take and all that. Like yeah. you take a lot less than I take. Oh yeah. 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 So I'm, I just tend to be med sensitive a little bit anyway. Mm -hmm. And Shannon is not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, so yeah, those, those are little bite-sized things that we hope help. Remember it's a marathon, not a sprint. So be gentle with yourself. I have to remind myself of that all the time that I need to be more gentle with myself, give myself some grace and that baby steps are great. You know, it's good to take baby steps and as long as you're moving forward with getting better about something or right, um, right. in a positive direction, you know, that's, yeah. that's really what matters. It's not the destination. It's the journey. That's right. That, well, you can apply that to just about anything. Uh -huh. it's, it's all about mm -hmm. the adventure, right? Adventure, the journey. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Well, we hope this helped you learn more about how to cope with autumn winter blues. I know it was all a great reminder for, for us mm -hmm. sitting here talking about it to you. Um, and the autumn, autumn winter blues are, of course, seasonal affective disorder, also known as SAD. Mm -hmm. And if you want to know more about HSP, which we talked about a little bit, highly mm -hmm. sensitive, if you're a highly sensitive person, um, that's where we sort of talked about some of these things also in another episode. We're going to link that down the show notes. The episode, we're going to put an HSP quiz. We have a toolkit for maneuvering as an HSP. Um, all that's linked down in the show notes. Yeah. And mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it's very useful stuff. They say about 15, 20% of the population might be considered an HSP. HSP, highly sensitive person. Mm -hmm. Although it's, I think it's a bit of a spectrum. So it, that's yeah. debatable. Because I have HSP tendencies, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, just with certain things. But yeah. and, and the re if you don't know, the whole reason we're talking about HSP is that everyone, there anyone can experience these things. But if you're an HSP, I guess it tends to be more of an issue. It's a it's a trait that's yeah yeah just a personality trait like so many others. But it's a specific trait that that. 15 to 20% of the population appear to have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting stuff too. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. just settle in and as Jimmy Buffett would say, breathe in, breathe out, move on. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm, me too. Mm -hmm. If this episode resonated with you, or if you know of someone who would benefit from anything we talked about today or any episode, our guests or anything, please share it with a friend. 
It's a great way of supporting the podcast and us, and we really appreciate it. Another way of supporting the pod is by leaving us a five-star review or rating on the platform you're listening to us on. Oh, and go ahead and hit that subscribe button because that also supports us. We would love that. You can always find us, links we refer to during the show, and any of the podcast sponsors at arnardventures.com or linked here in these show notes. And until next time, enjoy that journey you're on. We're wishing you lots of adventures. Adios. Arrivederci. Au revoir. Adios. Uh, sayonara. Alvida uh, Dos vidiniana. <laughs> <laughs>